Joseph Salamita has been a lot of places in life and experienced success and failure and resurrection of success. We are going to be interviewing him today, and you do not want to miss it. Hello, and we're glad that you're with us again today on All Things Apostolic. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Wilson, and I am delighted that you have joined us. If you're a regular listener or viewer, we appreciate that very much. We hope it's a blessing to you. Um, if you're not, well, then welcome. We're glad you're with us. If it's for the first time, then really a special welcome. We hope you'll join us again. Um, with me today is uh, Joseph Salamita. And uh, this is a good brother in the Lord. Uh, he goes to church in Florida. What's the name of the church where you go, Brother Salamita? Christian Life Center. Christian Life Center, pastored by... Campitella. Pastor Campitella. By Pastor Campitella. And uh, a growing church. Everything I hear, I haven't been there, but everything I hear is just really yes, top shelf. Yes, and we're very glad. And uh, having revival and growth and uh, preaching the truth of the gospel. Amen. So, um, uh, Brother Salamita is the owner of Vanquish Studios. Vanquish Studios is located in Palm Coast, Florida. Uh, it is a very successful studio. They have been in business for 18 years. And the truth is, is that this studio is known around the world. It's not just known in Florida, but it's known for its quality and its expertise and uh, uh, its productions um, all around the world. People have used it from all kinds of places. We are excited that you are with us, Brother Salamita. How in the world did you get in this business? Ah, that is a great question. <laughs> First off, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity and an absolute honor to be with you and your family. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, the business, the business is uh, the music industry is very interesting. It's very, it's very, uh, it's all consuming. You go into it very passionate, thinking that you can change the world, and unfortunately, a lot of times it changes you. So, uh, in South Florida where I was uh, at the time, I went to school there, did everything I could to graduate at the top of my class. And uh, by the help of the Lord, I was very successful and I was an overachiever. And Did you graduate at the top of your class? Uh, third. Third in the class. Third. Well, that's bad. Yeah. I would yeah. say that's there pretty was, good. There was just a few more brighter stars. Yeah, well, no, worked a little harder or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But I wanted it. And... Uh, <clears throat> I had some really uh, great opportunities from what I thought in Miami, and uh, a lot of interviews lined up. And when I sat with all of the studio managers, they told me, everything looks great. You're, you're very fast at what you do. Um, you don't do drugs. You are a clean guy. You uh, are, are, are the right match, but you have to give us and sell out for about a year as an intern and then we'll consider you as an engineer. And this was about 20 years ago. And um, at the time, 
I knew that being at church um, in the position that I was in, I was a drummer, and that meant more to me than any type of secular job. Like any time the church doors were open, I would be there, regardless of what the position was, even if it was just sitting there holding up the pastor's arms. And I knew that missing service on Sunday would be a catastrophic um, kind of deal breaker because I loved the music industry. I was very good at what I was doing. Um, I was young and I was living at home. I, I could do whatever I wanted schedule-wise. But when I told every one of those studio managers, I'm gonna leave on Saturday at around Sunday morning, 12 a.m., and I'll be back Monday morning, 12 a.m., they all looked at me and just said, get out of here. And I, I walked out of about five major studios in Miami at the time, uh, heartbroken, destroyed, and thinking, okay, God, you want me to do audio. You've, I feel like you've called me to do audio. And I just got turned down. So I went back to a secular college, was going back for a jazz degree for drums. And about a year and a half into it, God opened up the door for us to open a facility in Davie, Florida. It was a two-car garage. Um, I had absolutely no studio experience, but I knew how to engineer. I knew how to work with people. And what we became... And you knew music. I knew music. And I knew personalities in music and how to work with people. Music is... I, I think anybody can learn engineering, but learning people and personalities... Yeah. Yes. Completely different. Yes. So... Uh, God completely just blew our mind and provided us with a facility that became a major competitor to every studio that turned us down, me down. And when I say us, uh, I would like to think that, that you know everything that we stand for, the Holy Ghost just completely guides everything we do. At the time, I wanted to go work in Miami and save the, the secular industry. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a light in a really dark world. Thank God. That didn't happen because yeah. we wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah. Uh, and God blessed us with a room that became one of the biggest competitors of all of these major studios. So God absolutely honored sacrifice and absolutely honored the obedience. Um, but it was the obedience part. I submitted to my pastor because that was a big thing that he had said to me at the time. He said, you're not going to miss Sundays. It's, it's going to be a deal breaker for you. I just feel it. And I said, yes, sir, I'll do it. And everything in my flesh was saying, but yeah. I could kind of miss a few. Yeah. I feel like I can make it. Right. But thank God I understood submission. You know, if we ended this interview right now, it would have been worth. I, I just know a lot of people that I wish have just heard this much of it. Mm. Because when you start sacrificing uh, your faithfulness to the house of God, mm. it's not a small thing. Right. It's a big thing. Right. And especially if you're sacrificing it for something that you love that is that is secular. So this is a pretty remarkable yeah. story. So you started your own. Yes, and it, it was completely uh, without a steering wheel. It felt like we were going 100 miles an hour, and um, we had absolutely no direction. It wasn't until I got married. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> the Lord brought me an incredible woman. Her name's Caitlin Walls Salamita. She is just an absolute gift. It saved my life because it taught me that God gave us a studio to be an apostolic atmosphere. And uh, the testimonies out of this place 
we have incredible moves of God when recording and working with people, but it's the secular client, the secular clients that come in that just experience and they just look at me and say, what is different about you and this place? Why do I feel what I feel? And that's it. I mean, what else that's could I great. ask for? That's great. So, yes, that's sir. great. So, um, uh, you personally were a musician. Yes. Yes, sir. And so you knew musical people. Yes, sir. And, um, and then of course you recorded for them. You, you produced for them. Yes, sir. The, uh, so, so the up and coming young, talented, like I know a number, and I'm sure you know more, of extremely talented, young, apostolic, anointed singers mm -hmm. and musicians. Some of them play, some of them sing, some of them do both. Uh, and so you've been around this now for two decades. Well, more if you include your own youth. Yes, sir. Uh, it, what... What do you see? I mean, I see some people that are incredibly talented. Am, am, am I just looking at a few people, or is there a lot of talented episodes? Oh, there's people? a lot. There's a lot. The, the, what, the gifting of the generation that's up and coming right now is just God has given them something that I haven't seen in my music career. It's just a, it's a raw gift that's, that's uh, if it's not used correctly, the world is just... It, it just wants them like They're crazy. going to be bidding for them. Absolutely. Yeah. In every aspect. So, so what is your biggest concern about these young, talented, they love God, they don't really know that world that you're talking about yet? What mm -hmm. is your biggest concern at this point? I think um, my, my biggest concern for the music industry is probably losing our identity for what we are. Mm. The, the, the cost of um, influence with men will only come at a cost. That cost is our identity. So if we are looking at a numbers game, followers, are we looking at how many people are being ministered to by us going and singing somewhere or a stage or a platform or a pulpit ministry? Uh, they're uh, evangelists. Caleb Herring is traveling the country now, and he says a statement that is so, uh, it's a gut punch, and it says, we are faster to run to the microphone than we are to the prayer room. And that, to me, is one of the greatest dangers because God has, has said in his word, I, I've given you a gift, and it, it's unrepented. Like, the gifting that a, a young person has is completely, it's their gift, so they're going to operate in that gift, whether it's anointed or not. So at the end of the day, the influence of man is going to try, it's going to, to exploit that gifting. That's the danger is because we are, we're, I'm afraid we could become very comfortable in operating off of our gifting and not realizing when there is no anointing. You know, that's interesting you say that. And, um, uh, one one of the things I think about is is that it I mean there's exceptions to what I'm going to say, uh, like no I don't know uh, uh, years ago, after well, this is way back but when Patsy Cline died, mm -hmm. 
uh, a, a famous country kind of singer. Uh, Bobby Shoemake sounded much like her, and they and they tried to get Bobby Shoemake. They said you would be you would replace Patsy Cline if you'll come. Wow. So she didn't do that, but um, but most people, it's not. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It seems to me like it's not that some completely secular person is first going to approach them that's going to pull them in right. to just a totally crass secular situation, right. Right. but that there's an intermediate ground there right. that has a certain attraction and a certain uh, justifiability. Well, sure. these are Christians, or these are people right. singing gospel songs, whether they're Christians or not. Or So, I mean... Uh, maybe I'm overboard. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement because um, there, there is, a, there is a, a, a horrible thought in this is that you've got an incredible band. You've got incredible singers. They're gifted. They, are, they're, they're, they, are, they look the part. They sound the part. But Jesus is nowhere to be found in that worship moment. Jesus is nowhere to be found and it becomes this delusional move of God to where it's so close and similar to the real thing, unless you're connected to the Holy Ghost and the flow of what God is wanting to do in that moment, you don't realize it. So because of influence and because of saying, hey, we want you to come here and minister, uh, there's a statement my pastor has said over and over again. If he's being asked to go preach somewhere that's not a truth church, he'll absolutely go do it. But he's not, he, you're not going, a doctor's not gonna talk to a cancer patient on how to get a six pack of abs, how, how to exercise better. Yeah. No, it's do or die, yeah. it's life or death. If you're going and ministering at this place, it's, very, it's a very controversial statement, but you can't, when you're leading in worship, and when you're doing these things, when you're playing on a stage, every time I played with someone that was not a, a, a truth, Holy Ghost-filled person, that experienced behind the veil, the real, like the, the full yeah. aspect of the tabernacle, that 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 just it just it's it's a completely different experience mm -hmm. because of what we are in His name. I I remember feeling this conviction of saying I could be playing. I could be anointed, but I'm, I'm not telling them the truth as to why I'm different, why my difference is different and the importance of it. Yeah. And it's a heaven or hell issue. And that's hard because as an up and coming musician or songwriter or artist, you've got to walk into areas. Now you can't just shut them off and say, right. well, I'm not going to love them. Yeah. You have Being to Christ. love them. But if, if your influence is coming at a cost of identity, then what is the point of, of being in that camp yeah. or being a part of that, that group of people? What's the point? Because you might as well. When I backslid, I had no problem going and playing in bars and going and playing in nightclubs. And I remember walking out of there going, this is, this is horrible. Like, I'd rather be dead. That's honestly what I was thinking because I had experienced the anointing of God in a gifting and I backslid. I, I remember, I'll never, I'll, I, I tell this to everybody because it's, it's, uh, it's not a shock factor. I know people will be like, oh, I can't believe you just said yeah. that. 
But I remember in, in, in Tampa, Florida at General Conference, that was the last service I played. It was the pinnacle of my drumming apostolic career, playing the General Conference. Uh, and I backslid off the platform. And I remember feeling empty there because my vessel, I was, I was a, 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 I use this statement a lot, a half apostolic. I had no relationship with God. I was, I was in covenant with him. I was baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost at six years old, but I had no relationship with him. So when it came time where the rubber met the road as a teenager and as a young adult in my early 20s trying to figure out life, the emptiness I felt on the stage at General Conference in Tampa was the same emptiness I felt when I was playing in bars, when I was backslidden. Mm. So when I, when I got back into church and by the grace of God, he, 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 he went in, he, he pulled me out of the fire. Mm. When I started playing again, it was an instant understanding of this is off. There's something wrong here. What is going on? And when you, brother, uh, uh, evangelist Eli Hernandez used to say this, God, teach me what in the world just happened. I want to know what just happened, whether it was an powerful move of God or an absolute failure where you feel, you leave the service going, something should, should have happened. There was more to that service. There was a different dimension of prayer or, or we, there was something holding us back. There's a stronghold in the service. We're just not moving past mm. this, but we should have. We should have been able to, yeah. knowing what we know and having what we have. So when I started playing on platforms again in front of people and behind worship leaders and, and behind preachers and behind all these things, it was a really hard concept for me because I started feeling things in the spirit realm that was the same I felt as backslidden yeah. apostolic and as someone playing on a, on a, in a bar setting. So it was like, okay, God, what are we doing here? What, what, teach me what is off here. And the problem is that you start to see, Bishop, and the danger, and I, I say this in absolute love, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, but, but in all honesty, the, the influence of man, the cost of that is our identity, who we are. Yeah. The moment we think that we can make this chess move or God's opening this door, God's not opening the door. Like some of my biggest tests in life was when a door opened and a little tiny small door opened. And this massive, beautiful, shiny door of saying, this is gonna make me more money. This is gonna make me more influential. I'm gonna be able to buy a new car. I'm gonna be able to provide for my family. Yeah. I'm gonna be able to, to do what I wanna do. I'm gonna be comfortable. This has gotta be a God thing. Absolutely not. It was the greatest test of all time. And God was saying, but there's a smaller door. And if you can pass this test, Keep your mouth shut. Submit to your pastor. Do what he says. Just get in alignment. It's easy. Yeah. Just do what he preaches. Yes, That's it. God, God will just blow your mind. Yeah. But, but, but influence of man, numbers, platforms, we, we, unless we're going into an environment and we can stand firm, I am a Jesus name baptized person. Not to sit in the seat of scornful, but just to say, hey, what you're experiencing is incredible, yeah. but there's more. Yeah. There's another level to yeah. this thing. Yeah. So it's easy to become very quiet in those situations. It's easy to become very kind of laid back. Every major Christian artist that I've had the privilege of working with that I know happened for a reason, 
there was a conversation in the room that happened and I did not stand up for what I was. But the moments I did stand up for what I was, boop, I was cut off. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it, they realized that I, was, I had drawn a line and this is who I was. Yeah, So I, I, I hope that answers your question. Oh, that's a great right. answer. Right. Joseph Salamita, a man who has been there and done that in the music world mm. and is giving us some words of advice today. And I will personally say, I agree with him 100%. God honors his people. And sometimes the most beautiful flower can grow on the backside of a mountain where nobody visits. And it never makes it to the king's vase. It never makes it to the best restaurant. It lives and dies manifesting its great glory to God. That flower has fulfilled its purpose. Its cousin may make it to the king's vase, but it doesn't matter what we make it to or don't make it to. It matters if we please our creator. Thank you, you, Jesus. Joseph Salamita, owner of Vanquish Studios, a tremendous musician, tremendous producer, and um, is actually helping us put together some studio stuff. And uh, what a what a blessing he's been today to be with us. God bless you. Join us next Monday for the next All Things Apostolic.